Hey friend, welcome back to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host, and today I turn over my duties as host to our founder, Dr. Paul Levine, the original host of this particular program. He started, God allowed him to start Bible Tract Echoes all the way back in the 1950s, and it's still going on today on over 110 radio stations. Every once in a while, we'll dive back into the archives and we'll find a message from Dr. Paul Levine, and this one is no exception. It's one of my favorites. Dr. Paul talks about the fact that God had a plan for a man in the Bible that actually shared his name. Originally, Paul in the Bible was known as Saul. And of course, towards the end of his life, we call him the Apostle Paul. And Dr. Paul Levine speaks about that and God's plan for Paul. Did you know that God had a plan for Paul? Did you know that God has a plan for your life as well? Let me encourage you to listen as Dr. Paul speaks to us right now. God has a plan for the heavens, God has a plan for the earth, and God works everything by a plan. Now, look, young man, look, young lady, get, get a hold of something tonight. Grab hold of something and get hold of it that God Almighty has a plan for you. Oh, you say, I'm so little compared to the galaxies, I'm so little compared to all creation, but I want to tell you something, you are the crown of God's creation. You're greater than the galaxies. You're greater than nature. You are the crown of God's creation. And God has a future for you. God has a plan for you. I don't care who you are. See? And I want you to get that point tonight. That God has a plan for you. Well, you say, I got a past. Well, so what? Don't quit on that account. Don't give up on that account. The apostle Paul had a past. He had a past, but God had a plan for him. And God has a plan for you. Uh, you don't want to just give up because you have a past. That doesn't, mean, that doesn't mean that God can't use you. I remember one time going to a service here at Franklin Road Baptist Church one Sunday morning, and there were five girls there singing, and all five of them had been drinkers, and all five of them had been on drugs, and possibly some of them, or maybe all of them, had at one time engaged in illicit sex and immorality, and they grew up with a bad past, without any good environment to grow up in, and they grew up sinning and living in sin. Maybe that's all they knew, that one day they heard about Jesus Christ, see, and God came into their lives and did something for them, and they never dreamed they'd ever go to college. Why, me? You think I'll go to college? You think i go to a Christian college? Not I. No. Oh, I'm a drunkard. I'm a I'm a, I'm a druggie. I'm nothing. I'm all finished. No, you're not even finished. There's a God in heaven who can change your life. There's a God in heaven that can do something for you. And all five of them who were once were drinkers and druggers and maybe engaged in other sin and had a past, every one of them were in a Christian college. See? God has a plan for you. I want you to get that tonight. That God has a plan. God works with plans. People do too. Every bridge that is ever built Every skyscraper that stretches out into the sky. Every 747 airplane. Everything was made with a plan or by a plan. So was this microphone. Everything. This building was made by a plan. And everything. Now look, if man works by a plan, young people, you can be mighty sure that God Almighty works with a plan too. And remember something else. His plans are perfect. God doesn't plan anything and have to replan it. 
God doesn't have to change his mind about a plan because it's wrong or gone haywire. And God has a perfect plan for you. And uh, back, uh, back in the days of Noah, God said, Noah, here's the plan. Build the ark. And they, then he came to Moses and he says, Moses, here's the plan. Build the tabernacle. And then they had plans for Moses' uh, temple. But look, Noah's ark is gone. And Moses' tabernacle is gone. And Solomon's temple is gone. But you ain't never going to be gone. You are alive. You're going to be somewhere forever. You are greater than all these buildings put together. And if God had a plan for a boat, and if God had a plan for a couple of buildings, he got a plan for you. You believe that? Oh, if you could just get that tonight. Man, you say, man alive. God has a plan for me. God has a future for me. I better find out what it is. Okay, now, take a quick look at the Apostle Paul. You see, God had planned for the Apostle Paul to be a great man and to be successful in what he was doing. But he had to get two questions settled. So do you. There are two things you've got to get settled. Two questions and get, get them settled tonight. Boy, if you get these two questions settled tonight, you're going to have a great future. You're going to have a wonderful future. Now, here's Saul of Tarsus. He's mean. He's religious, but he's mean. He hated the Christians. He hated the first martyr, Stephen. And he was doing his dead level best to get the Christians and throw them in prison and have them put to death. Now, he's on his way to a town over in, in Syria to get the Christians over there, bring them back to Jerusalem, throw them in jail, and eventually have them killed. On the way, all of a sudden, there's a light out of heaven. And he falls down. And here he is down on his face. And here he hears a voice. See? He hears a voice. Now, remember, here's a mean fellow. He's out to kill people. He's out to get the Christians. And he hears a voice. And the voice says, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he didn't know who it was. He didn't know it was Jesus. All he knew was it was somebody bigger than he was because they had knocked him down. And he was ready to quit and give up. And he wasn't going to fight whoever that was. So he called him Lord. And he said, Lord, who are you anyhow? And he got the most amazing answer back. This may be a little theological, but see if you can latch on to this. Jesus did not say, I am the Christ. No, he didn't say that. Why didn't he? He could have said, I am the Christ. You see, the Jews are still looking for Christ to come. And if he said, I'm Christ, then Saul would have said, well, I'm certainly glad to hear your voice. We've been waiting on you to come for a long time. When are you going to come, Christ, and set us free from Rome? When are you going to come and set up your kingdom? But he didn't say, I'm the Christ. You know what he said? I'm Jesus. Now, why did he say Jesus? Because Saul thought Jesus was dead. See? See, I hate Jesus. Why do you hate him? He's an imposter. He thought Jesus was an imposter, a liar, a crook, a phony, and dead. And suddenly, he hears the voice of Jesus, of Nazareth, the man he thought was dead and in a grave. And all of a sudden, he gets a new revelation about whom Jesus is. He'd been wrong about Jesus up until then. You can't afford to be wrong about Jesus. You've got to be right about Jesus to go to heaven. You've got to be right about Jesus to get forgiveness. You've got to be right about Jesus to be delivered from sin. You've got to be right. You've got to be right. He was all wrong. He thought Jesus was dead. Well, now he finds out who this person is who says, why do you persecute me? And so what happens? Well, this religious man did 
what everybody ought to do when they find out who Jesus is. He received him and trusted him, and there he was. that's when he got saved, young folks. He got saved right there on the road to Damascus. He got the question settled about who Jesus was. I hope you've got your, your mind settled about that too. And I hope that you understand that Jesus Christ, we talk a lot about Jesus here at camp. I hope you understand that Jesus loves you. I hope you understand that Jesus once lived on this earth. Born of a virgin, lived a perfect life, died for your sins, rose again. He loves you. He cares about you. Have you ever, le- have you ever felt forgotten? Have you ever felt like nobody cared about you? Have you ever felt ignored? Have you ever felt left out? Have you ever felt like nobody cares about me? They care about other people, but nobody cares about me. Have you ever felt that way? I know somebody cares about you. I know somebody who loves you. It's Jesus, the one, the one who once was on this earth and died for your sins. There's a song that I want to, I want to read you the words of this song. It really touched me when I heard it. It's the song of a lost teenager. Now listen to this. This is your song. This is a song that you sing sometimes. I can't sing it here. I don't, I don't remember the melody, but I can give you the words. But this might be you. This, these might be your words because you feel, well, who cares anything about me? Listen to this. I do not live across the waters. I do not speak a strange tongue. In other words, I'm not a heathen. I do not wear native garments. I do not worship the sun. This is American teenager talking. But I have a heart that's broken. I have a mind that's chained. I have a soul that's immortal. And I must be born again. Listen to this plea from a teenager. The chorus. When you pray for the heathen, include me. When you give to the lost, think of me. When you go with the gospel, don't pass me. I'm as lost as the heathen, you see. Listen, teenager, this might be your plea tonight. I am not yet a great leader. I do not shepherd a flock. That means I'm not a pastor. I do not know life's great purpose. I can't its mysteries unlock. But I have some God-given talents. I have a task to fulfill. But I need a friend with a vision who will show me the path of God's will. I want to tell you something. You've got those kind of friends right here at this range. We love you. We care about you. And you're pleading, somebody help me. I'm lost. I'm going to hell. I'm bound by drugs. I'm bound by booze. I'm bound by rock music. I'm a slave. I'm chained. I want to be free. I want to go to heaven. I want to amount to something. I want to do something for God. I want a real good life. Somebody help me. That's what we're trying to do. Friend, may I offer to you the same thing that Dr. Paul just moments ago mentioned to us? Could I be a friend to you? I'm so thankful for the number of friends that this radio broadcast has brought into my life. People that listen, maybe they can't listen every day, but many, many listen faithfully. Let me encourage you, if you're listening, maybe for the first time, or you've listened for a while and it's just now sinking in, that the folks over at Bible Tracks Incorporated, we do care about you. We honestly wouldn't spend our life's work printing gospel tracts to ship not only domestically, but around the world, if we didn't care about people like you. 
And so let me encourage you, if there's something that I can pray with you about, maybe you're struggling with something that was just mentioned moments ago on the broadcast. Could I encourage you? I'm going to give you a phone number. You can text me today. I will respond as soon as I'm able. Text me at this phone number. Are you ready? 309-316-7240. One more time, I'll give you that phone number. I'd love for you to text me. If I can be a friend to you like Dr. Paul just mentioned in his message, I'd love to hear from you. Text me at 309 316 Four zero. Dr. Paul Levine is not done with the message. We're going to continue on throughout this week. Let me encourage you to join us tomorrow right here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. As always, have a great day for His glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.